to Mike Check Waifu Waifu. What's happening, y'all? This is episode 241 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu to get early access to the video version of this podcast, to get access to the conversational podcast, the after story where we talk about whatever we want, um, get access to Mike Check mangas, take talks, and et cetera, et cetera, over there on Mike Check Waifu Waifu's Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon producers, Christian, the archivist, Rob from Dad Needs to Talk Podcast, Dre, the Go G, Ked, the pro from Chaotic Culture, explicitly, all for one Matt, Monique Williams, Nachi, Simi Sensei, Frozen, Saphir, and T Money Fingers. Thank you so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Uh, tell, before we start, um, I just we, we like to give uh, appreciation to those who appreciate us. And I want to start with someone who who recently found our podcast. Um, he who commented on our YouTube video that just released for the last week's episode just released for everybody yesterday. Yeah. Or Saturday, because yesterday is Monday for y'all. But I digress. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> shout out to Robert. <laughs> Shout out to Robert Stone. He says, can I just say thanks to both of you for making a great show? I've been looking for an anime podcast to listen to for a while, and I could never find anyone whose taste really aligned with my own until I found you two while searching for people talking about free run. Listening to the last season and a half has been great, and you two have got me uh, got me to trust what otherwise miss. Seven time looping undead, uh, undead adventurer this season, for example. Unfortunately, as I'm on the other side of the pond, I can't make any live shows, but I just wanted to say thank you again for breaking down and building up all these shows each season. Robert Stone, man, thank you so much for that comment. That shit means the absolute world to us. That's just the reason why we do this because we figured that there's a there's a hole in this space. While this space is extremely popular now, there is a hole in this space where, where seasonal shows and some shows get missed and don't get talked about. Um, and we just, we just try to bring that to you. And we appreciate you for commenting that. that. That means the world to us. Any comments, any reviews or likes or anything like that y'all give us, they mean everything. So if you can, and if you want to support us, make sure you leave reviews, comments, and, 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 and all that good stuff. Likes on the YouTube videos. So live shows, as, as far as that concerns, we do YouTube live streams. So we haven't done any live live shows yet. But when that does come, we need to get over across the pond. For sure, bro. <laughs> that, and that's the dream. <laughs> to, get, to go over there where, where Robert is and and and, and uh and do a, a actual live show opposed to just the live streams. But again, once a month we do a live stream. Every month. Um at the end of the month usually. So 
Uh, what day is that this month? Oh, sheesh. Yeah, uh, uh, that's the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah, so next next episode actually. Yeah, there we go. Next episode is the live show on a YouTube and Twitter. Um, I don't really have a theme for that episode yet. We'll we'll, we'll figure it out as 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 thing goes on. Oh, yes, we do. We just discussed it two seconds ago, <laughs> and I'm a dis- <laughs> and I just discussed it right now. So, shout out to T Money Fingers, one of the Patreon producers who gave us the idea to watch an anime as one of his favorites. What we decided to do was review it next week because what we're trying to do now with the show is we're trying to do a, a anime review after the midpoint season of an anime season and at the end of the anime season. So we're going to try to do two, at least two reviews per anime season. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be per the show per the season. This is just a show that we missed, but we were going to do a review of a show that is considered one of T-Money Fingers' favorites. So next week on that live episode, we're going to review a show called A Place Further Than the Universe. So if you haven't watched it, you can find it on Crunchyroll or Netflix, apparently. And it's called A Place Further Than the Universe. We're going to check it out um, and review it next week. For those of you who aren't familiar with our reviews, they're very unique and very special. I'm going to save that for next week. But... Be ready for that a whole uh, live episode of us reviewing a show called A Place Further Than the Universe. So join us in watching that and come over to the live stream for the for the review for that. Thank you so much. It's going to be fun. All right, Tell. Without further ado, let's do further. How you feeling, brother? I'm great, bro. I'm great. Um, I know. Uh, I was telling Polo about the... Uh, the the Powell Leveland uh, <laughs> server that I, I just recently set up for Power World because I've been enjoying the life out of that game. Um, so yeah, that's so if, dope. Yeah, so if you have Steam, um, if you have Steam version of Power World, make sure you go to our Discord over at mycheckwaifuwaifu.com. Join the Discord, and there's a, a Powell Leveland text channel that you can go to, and you can join our server and 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 ha- chill with the boys. Have some fun, uh, but yeah, yeah, I set that up just because uh, I've been like I said, really enjoying the game and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, but bro, so um, I'm gonna just preface it, preface this with this I always say I have a good week, <laughs> so I have to be real when it when I have bad days or whatever, right? Mm. Bro, hear me out, man, hear me out. So, you know, Valentine's Day was was this week or whatever, right? Truth. Day after Valentine's Day, Valentine, our dog, goes missing. Valentine went missing on Valentine's Day? Yes. Oh, no. I'm looking for her. She ain't barking. She ain't nowhere to be found. And I mean, it's like 6 a.m. in the morning. Looking for her. She ain't nowhere to be found, bro. Nowhere. And she doesn't we, normally wander off too far away. No, no, she doesn't. And even if she gets out the backyard, she sits on our on our on our like patio furniture or whatever. She never goes anywhere. Right. Let me tell you, bro. She was gone. We we done ended Facebook groups, sent out ring uh neighbors messages. We done um Yeah, we we didn't we done went to the, the, the shelter. All kind of stuff, bro. Monique crying. I couldn't even eat because I'm like, bro, we got the, we got Valentine on Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the day after Valentine's Day, we had her for one year and she just 
disappeared. Kids asking for Valentine. Where Valentine at? Where Valentine? We all in here distraught, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like, bro. I don't know how I'm gonna do. This. I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I was hurt. Um. I I hear scratching at the door. She pulled I up. The, I open the door. It's an entirely different dog, bro. What? This is not our dog. It's not our dog. It's just a different black dog, slightly bigger than Valentine. It's a boy, but he looked like he'd been out living. He got like a, a body harness a vest on, no name tag, and he just out there. And it's like, it looks like it's been ripped up, like he'd been in fights, and he just been running down the streets around the neighborhood all wow. week. Wow. And I'm just like, bro, where is my fucking dog at? Where's my right. fucking dog at, bro? Jesus. Uh, so we, we went the whole day without Valentine. Wake up in the morning, Monique just go outside and Valentine at the door. Oh my goodness, thank goodness. And I'm like, you little fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you probably, wait, how long wait, how long was she missing in total? Twenty-four hours. Mm. She came back at like maybe maybe like two hours before she left. <laughs> Jesus, man. We couldn't find her at like six AM. That's she too came much. back at like four. We couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. I like literally. I'm telling you, like you know how, bro. It, I was distraught when I he bet. cried all day. Kids, they was they was cool, but they just kept asking, "Where Valentine? At? Like, where she we, at? Yeah. We we did not want to be to have to tell them Valentine went to a a farm where she could run around at. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I'm, we we don't lie like that. We ain't gonna never lie to our kids like yeah, that. Yeah. Valentine, baby, we don't know what to say. We let her out, and she she gone. She ain't came back, but we are so happy that she back, bro. It was like, yo, we we was like asking did anyone check microchips. Did anyone do this? Did anyone do that? We was tripping, bro. Y'all, y'all got y'all got her chipped? Um, no, we didn't. But we was just calling around to see if people was like, hey, did anyone bring a dog to get microchipped to see? It's like she looked like a little Rottweiler, but she's a rat terrier. Which, <laughs> let me know. Let me know if y'all seen anything, bro. That might be a consideration now, though. It is now because we like y'all. No, we gotta do it now because ain't no way. Ain't yeah. no way. That'll, that'll... We, we done ordered an Apple AirTag dog collar for <laughs> everything. It was like yo, Valentine, you you quiet and you sneaky. But we we was we was we was going through it, bro. We missed her. It was that's crazy. Crazy. That's a, that's a scary story. I was I was concerned you weren't gonna tell, y'all didn't find her or something. Well, at least so the, last, the last time, and, and hear me out. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it too much, like on this, because I don't know. But last time, so when we lived in North Carolina, we, you know, we were staying in the military housing. Our dog Sandy went missing, and we found Sandy. She was in somebody's backyard in military housing. They took Sandy. Wow. Kept her in her backyard, and then she said, "No, she just came into my house, girl." She been there all day. I only found her because someone said that they saw you walking her earlier. You were walking her like she was your like dog. Like your dog, yeah. You know what I mean? So when we saw that, we was mad. Valentine, she was not dirty. She didn't smell like she was outside. She she ain't had no dirt in her nails. Mm. So we like Somebody had Valentine and their parents probably came home and was like, you gotta get this dog the fuck out of here. She got a collar on. Get her out of here. And we like, yeah, somebody had Valentine. They just didn't want to let her go. And Valentine's really good with kids. She's nice with kids. Yeah. So it was like, 
they dropped her off. They dropped her off where they found her, probably right Right. from your house. Right, and the lady across the street said that someone tried to take her dogs. Like they literally watched somebody drive down the street and try and pick up her dogs. She Mm. literally gave us the dogs. It's the same thing. I was like, yeah, they out here wilding. So now we gotta be extra strict with Valentine's. Like that's crazy, bro. All right, that's that's into my story. This, this is an anime podcast, but how are you doing, Polo? <laughs> I'm living the dream, man. I had a had a again a great week myself. I'm um I beat my second game this year. So my first game was Yakuza like a dragon, uh, or yeah, like Yakuza like a dragon, Infinite Wealth. My second game I beat was Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, Relink, and that game is fucking incredible. That might be one of the best action JRPGs I've ever played. Um, honestly, yeah, honestly, like I, I love the Tell series. I love, um, you know, I, I love these games, but something about that that story. It's a nice short story. It it kind of like goes in like you're not stupid, even though I didn't play none of the like the mobile gotcha shit or the the, the versus the fighter game. It has a story that they kind of just throw you into, but you 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 pick up on it real simple because again, I'm not an idiot like most games do. So it. It was a hell of a ride. I enjoyed this, this story. It's a typical anime power of friendship story, but it was it was a it was a fun one. And it was well it has to be one of the most the best animated video game anime video game I've ever played. Like it's shit looks mo capped. It looks crazy good. <laughs> they, they have some good animation, bro. It's insane really, how good it is. And it's it was tripping me out in the fighting game because I was like, ain't no way like and I don't even think that game, the fighting game of it came out at like $60 or anything like that. I think it was like 40 or 50 And it was like, the quality of it was crazy. So yeah, I imagine that the, the actual fully expansive, like that was probably crazy on the yeah, animation. Nuts, man, nuts. So I'm, um, I'm playing through the end game of it because there's more game to play. Like it's so much game to play and shit you could do in the game. So I'm enjoying that right now, but I got to go to Persona 3 Reload here soon and hopefully beat that before Final Fantasy Rebirth come out. <laughs> So I got a lot. I got a lot going on when it comes to the video game side of things. But other than that, I'm doing good. But this is an anime podcast brought to you every Tuesday at 9:30 a.m. CT. We're here to talk about anime. Um, this is going to be an interesting week because I put out something on Twitter and um, in our Discord, but I deleted them both. The reason why I deleted them both because I know people don't really like to necessarily give their unpopular opinions. But I think I have a I think I have an unpopular opinion. Mostly, mostly probably with Undead Unluck. I'm ready to drop the show. I'm ready to fucking drop Undead Unluck, especially after this most recent episode. I can't believe this shit was is as beloved. Now, I'm, uh, let me just preface this by saying I I know I'm I'm the one who usually goes against what everybody else likes, but I always have reasoning behind my my uh my takes. Right? There's always a reason why my takes are as what they are. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try to clarify this take as best as I possibly can. Again, I know my taste don't align with y'all's and that's okay. It is okay to have different opinions from the consensus and I'm not trying to be a contrarian or go against the grain or whatever the fuck people will be, be actually doing. I'm just t- stating my feeling when I watch the show in particular. So there's going to be slight spoilers from dead on luck, but who really cares? Um, the most recent episode of Undead Unluck was, I think, 19 or something like that. And it was about <sighs> this. They, they came to this. It, it, it was building up to they had this big um, betrayal. Right. 
big betrayal. Everything is going crazy. It's like, oh shit, what what the hell are we gonna do? Then they talk about this book being being the fucking like this prediction Bible thing created by a, another unperson. And the book happens to be a fucking manga that was based in the first episode. And when I tell you that shit was so fucking corny that it completely threw off any like any semi like of the show that I had like gone. It's any like attention that was the to, part? Well, most of it was already <laughs> terrible for me in the, to begin with. So I'm not gonna but this particular part is what got me ready to just turn the shit off and never watch it again. You know what I'm saying? There is absolutely no reason for the story to be as dumb as it is. And that part really solidified me, solidified it for me. And I know most people watch this for the hands, I guess, but I don't think they even throw enough of that to even warrant this stupid story. God, it's so uh, fucking dumb. Hear me out. It's so I dumb. I 100% think this is like the worst episode I watched this week. Mm. Uh, and it was it was really just because it was boring, and and it could be because I I I know how things are supposed to play out. It could be that, but no, this episode was boring. Um, I didn't have the slightest bit of anything from this. I didn't even feel like, and like I said, this could be because I know what the story is that I didn't have no interest in this story development and how they delivered it at all. Um, I felt like they definitely could have done it better. Like the episode I would have talked about as my episode of the week, like they could have done so much better. And, and I guess developing that conversation. And I even feel like reading the manga, it was like, okay, whatever. It was, it was very, it was very passable and and almost blase. Yeah. Um, It's kind of sucks, but it's dumb, but I just had to get that off my chest before we get into it. But tell what was your episode of the week this week? Uh, my, my inner meathead was talking to me this week with solo leveling. Mmm, great choice. Yeah, that shit, that shit was crazy, <laughs> and I, I that I knew it was coming, but I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that was it. I needed that. I needed that was, that. That was real great. good, was real good." Shout out to another one of our Patreon producers, Gold D Dre, aka uh, Dre the Goji. Um, he he mentioned that he might have to go check out. Uh, was that? I think that was Gold D Dre. But uh, he might have to go check out some of the manga because he felt like something was missing. But even if it was, it was still well done to me. Like, I, I liked it a lot. Um, maybe we'll talk about that in the spoiler talk. But in my episode of the week this week, and I know we try to say we don't want to go back to previous seasons for episode of the week, but it has to be Apothecary Diaries. Um, that episode was nuts. We're definitely going to talk about that in spoiler talk, too, um, because Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that was good. That's going to be in the, in the spoiler talk. So if you have, if you're not watching Apothecary Diaries, please, please, please turn it on. What an incredible, incredible show. Um, that, that was a sick episode, bro. Yeah. A lot of great episodes this week. Um, you, um, you watched the first two episodes of Fluffy Paradise. I wish you watched more. That kind of, I'm sorry. it's hard to talk about it now because this most recent episode was so fire. And I wish you would have caught up to it, but what do you think about so far with the first two down? Uh, my the first episode I'm thinking Spy Family, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm feeling. I'm feeling Spy Family. I get that. 
But I kind of feel like, and it could be because Anya, she did get a little irritating towards like the middle, towards endish of that. That like this doesn't feel that way. Well, she's grown though. That's yeah, she's grown a hundred percent, and uh, and that's that is it. That's a hundred percent it. It's because mm-hmm. she's not making stupid childish decisions. <laughs> exactly. Um, she's more like trying to rectify stupid childish decisions. Yes, um, as, yes, as well said. Um, I enjoy it. It's it's very it's very chill, very wholesome, but it also looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like I was very surprised at the actual look of it because I'm thinking, oh, this is just gonna be that soft, like very pretty look. Um, the dragons Oof. they don't look they don't look soft. <laughs> they don't act or soft fluffy. either. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, right or fluffy. <laughs> but um, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, bro. Um, I I will be caught up next week alongside uh the review stuff so I'll, I'll be happy to talk about that next you are gonna love this show i know you're gonna love it it, it has oh, yeah. all the omnipotent types of things and it. it just feels so good it's a good show it's a good show so so same thing with um the weakest tamer as well uh embarked on a journey to pick up trash or whatever it's called great show another great show that's well worth watching um all right so last week we got a recommendation from our from our boy, uh, Rob J, who's in, who's with Inside the Mind of a Blurred, as well as Shogo Ha, who uh, told us to check out this new anime mm-hmm. that uh, came out recently called Ninja Kamuwe. It's a, a, a Adult Swim original anime. Um, it's on a, it's on Adult Swim, and then the day after it airs on Max. Uh, the first two episodes are out. Uh, I'm gonna ask Cell. What do you? What do you? What did you think about that show so far? Uh, it gives me so so. It, it's it's the quality, right? First impressions. It gives me like cyberpunk kind of vibes with the quality that you get right off the bat. But it almost it does have that like classic, almost like tsunami cowboy bebop look aesthetic mm-hmm. to it. Um, but hear me out. As as visually compelling as it is, I don't feel a lot for the story yet. Mm. I'm waiting for it to develop. I can see it being there. I just feel like they ain't told us nothing about the story yet. We don't even really know much about our main character yet in, in 40 minutes of anime. Um, but it, it does. It's a it's a very beautiful show. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about spoilers for the first two episodes, by the way, y'all. So. I'm just letting him finish his thoughts first. Yeah, it's just it's a very beautiful show. Um, sound design is on point. I listen. I did do the dub. Um, I don't know if you did the sub. The sub sound cool for the first few minutes. I did test like the first like three minutes of the sub. It did sound good. Um, dub though was on point. Sound design on point. Uh, I think that the characters have pretty solid characterization so far. I I just would hate if the plot is. I think we. I'm gonna say that part for spoilers, so we really kind of get into the spoilers. But it it's a very. I feel unassuming with it so far. Like it, I feel like it's a very straightforward. We're gonna see plenty of hands thrown, um, in the most elegantly well choreographed way that we have seen in very few shows like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's exciting. It, it definitely has that that. Uh, they pay a lot of, a lot of attention to detail in how the fight is set up. So that's really good. Um, what, what are your thoughts, Polo? Uh, I think this 
and this goes into what I talked about at the beginning of the show with the unpopular opinion. I think this show's garbage so far, absolute garbage. And and I know again, I know a lot of people talking about it. Shout out to, to Gold D Dre, uh, one of the Patreon producers, and Rob J and Dad needs to talk podcast. They're all talking about how fire it is. It's absolutely. You talk about the story being unassuming. There is no story. It's fucking. It's so so nothing there yet like we just watched it for the action and that's what everybody's calling gas that's not enough that is absolutely not enough because the story while it is a, so far it's a revenge telling and somebody trying to get revenge on the people who obviously killed his family again spoilers i i, I do think the, the the dialogue is actually garbage like when lines are being delivered it sounds fine the, you know the dub voice actors are doing good with what they got but they don't have much to work with, it seems like. I think the script is garbage. Like, <laughs> I think this show is bad so far. Like, actually bad. And, and I need to talk about this, by the way, before we talk it on the show. <laughs> I wanted to leave that part to you. <laughs> <laughs> because, hear me out, it's not that... I could... I'm not even going to say that it is bad right now. 100% story all the story the plot the direction pacing all that right now is out the window yeah it's nothing Um, there world building out the window um it's it's literally just hands good animation and sound design and to, to to speak on the hands for me personally i think the hands were cool in the first episode the hands in the second episode were garbage because it it just it's so it just it just I know it's supposed to be supernatural. I gotta suspend my my my. I gotta set up a disbelief, oh, yeah. oh, a disbelief yeah. with it. But the fucking shit that they that that he's doing is dumb. Like it's, I think it's corny. I think it's super corny to do this jutsu and get three more arms or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. It wouldn't be corny, bro. It's not corny. And it wouldn't be corny if they provided the context and story for it. You feel me? That might be right. That might be true. Because people run around fireball jutsu all the time. Constantly. Sure. Almighty push and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because we know the story and context behind it. We know the rules so that has, that's been set up. It. Yeah. And maybe that's coming later. I assume that's coming later. We're obviously going to keep watching this. But I'm going to just tell you all now for it to be as gassed up. And I'm going to talk Is to that you. what? 82% on here? Yeah, for it to be as gassed up as it is, um, I got a feeling y'all gonna be disappointed by this by the end of it. I, I'm just I'm I'm speaking it from experience because me and Tell knows very very well how we like to sometimes overhype things and for that thing to end up terrible. I.e. Kingdoms of Ruin, I.e. Platinum In. These are shows that we talked about and this is recorded. It's proven. It's it's documented that we talked about being great at the beginning and then end up being trash. But in this particular case, I can see all the signs of this being garbage. But, but, and maybe this is just because this is a, 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 a anime original and there's like no manga, no written material as well. The script is so bad. I'm hoping it takes a turn and I don't mind being wrong. I don't mind telling y'all like listen I was wrong this show is fucking fire the story is actually gas alright I will be okay with telling y'all that if 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 that's the case but in my opinion this shit is booty to me man I'm watching it and I'm like yo this shit is like I watched the beginning of it very predictable obviously he's enjoying his time with his family 
That was cool to see. His wife seemed like a, a dope wife. His son seems like a dope kid. Per use, you know, the, the happy-go-lucky family. And then it goes into what was very predictable from the, from the jump. Even if you didn't know it was a revenge tale, it still would have been predicted because of what they did at the very beginning with some no-name guy that they killed. Like, if they didn't show that, maybe started off with the family, it would have been cooler. Or even show the, the wife fighting back or something. Like, if they would have gave me something more, I think it, it could have interested me more. But right now, and then the whole the whole story about this fucking this organization, they try to slip in a detail in the second episode. The organization is, is now releasing more details about their ninja way and it's and it's spreading all across the country and that's the smallest amount of detail about the rule, world rules that we got so far and if they plan on trick, tricking it out like that it's going to be a long 13 episodes or 12 and, episodes and i do want to touch on something you said right about it being like an anime anime original like anime only there's no previous adaptation mm-hmm. you can feel it we got cowboy bebop mm, true uh, neon neon genesis neon genesis neon genesis evangelion mm. uh madoka magic which i know you didn't watch uh grand lagan we got Code gias samurai champloo mm. um killer kill angel beats fully coolly well a- and, angel and beast was a angel beast was a visual novel a visual novel yeah but then we got like psychopaths and those are great so i guess there's so, no excuse Yes. And, and I say that I say that only because when you when you said it, I'm thinking there's got to be others that had compelling stories. Come on, psychopaths. <laughs> it had the, the, story the whole time. Samurai Champloo. Uh, Incredible. Cowboy Incredible. It, it's so hard to <laughs> justify, huh? You're right. Yeah, it's, it's hard to try and give it a pass. And, and it's not it's not to like like smack down what you said but it's like nah bro they can they can definitely have made this opening better um not not even like and it's not even necessarily it was a bad opening that first episode would have been fire if the second episode would have gave us some pretense in a sense you know what i mean like sure. it gave us where what the whole purpose fully in that was because they did give us some some context very small but like that was it. <laughs> that was it. We don't, there was no true development in any of these first two episodes. And I get it. There's more time. There's more to come. But uh, yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not feeling the lack of data or information that they provide. So let me put it in perspective for you. If I would have just, if it would have just been the first episode we were discussing today, I would have said this show looks phenomenal. It looks great. We don't got much story yet, but maybe that's what they're building up to in the second episode to give us, right? But the show looks great and I'm looking forward to watching it more. Then they decided to give us more story with with Mike Morris and and, and like the kind of his overarching goal so far while being very, very very skim on the details, which is again probably intentional because the character don't know what well, the character knows shit ton more than we do, like wh- who he worked for, what he did, et cetera, et cetera. Which but makes we, it hard to be drip fed information. Exactly, which makes it harder for us to be drip fed information. Again, I'm looking at this from a from an objective view of more than just hands. I don't give a fuck about how good your animation is. I don't give a fuck about how good the fights are choreographed. I want something compelling to watch, not just visually aesthetically pleasing that's just me personally that's always been me 
um, ever since I've watched Clannad, because before Clannad, I was all about this shit. I was like, yo, give me them fucking hands and that's all I care about. Until I got something with, with story. And then I'm like, yo, I need, this is what I need. Now this is what anime can be. I, I want more of this shit. I've no, was up. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only laughing at what you said. Like ever since you watched Clannad, I need mm-hmm. you to understand that Polo lied with that Clannad statement, saying that he needed more, uh, more story. Uh, ever since Clannad, because Polo, y'all don't know this. It's a a little bit of a history with Polo and Tell. Uh, Polo was the first person I ever met that played Pikmin. That's right. That's right. That's true. And that. At the time, it was probably the most wholesome game I've ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was polo. <laughs> it was polo. Yeah, but there, there's also wasn't any. OK, it was it was no story for it. I mean, it kind of was. It's not a, a ton, but it was it was there was a lot there. It, was and it wasn't just hands. Yeah. World building. You know, that that's what I mean. Like, there's yeah. a lot to, to assume there. So what I'm saying is, is that polo always been this way. Clannad just showed him the way for anime specifically. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I, I do, I do want to say that uh, he's a hundred percent right on this. Though, one hundred percent, there had this been just the first episode, it would have been, been. It would have been so much easier to look at this with like uh, starry eyes and mm-hmm. like optimism. But for two episodes and for a total of 20 seconds of actual lore and world building between the two is insane like and, and think about this this is this is contextually how you know they didn't build shit i'm gonna tell you exactly how we know before his family died <laughs> and a life flashed behind they flashed before their eyes they just showed the same stuff that we saw already before this yeah that's not good. <laughs> that, and, we didn't have a reason for that to matter. That is part of my reason why I'm saying, okay, this is, and this is, this is mostly me foreshadowing, right? Because I don't, I don't know how it's going to be, right? Like, I don't know if it's, again, it could turn out great and I would love to be wrong. I, I would love for everybody to scream, Polo, you were wrong. This fucking show is amazing. Look at the, look at how the story turned out. It's great. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. It is great. But, in my experience, in my what almost six years of doing this, don't these don't turn out good from personal yeah. experience, and it's probably not going to turn out good. But they're going they're going to throw a lot of hands, and it's going to look yeah. pretty. I promise. So if you're into that, so if you're into hands being thrown and pretty animations, you will love this show. And I'm not saying I'm not yucking anybody's yum, but I am going to tell you from our perspective because that's that's how we do. We tell you from our perspective what we think of shows that are out there in the universe. And if you disagree with it, that's perfectly fine too. If you love it, I love you for loving it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I, don't, I don't think most people specifically tune into us because we just gonna love the meathead stuff. Because we do. Yeah, 100%. We're here, we're here for the meathead stuff. 100%. So here for the story to go alongside it. You know what I mean? That's all we're here for. Soul Leveling is a perfect example. We expect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you should too. That's why you came here. That's why you came here. So while again, it's something about it is going to go back to the second episode. It was when he, when he called Mike Morris and I'm like, okay, we finally about to get some, some lore. And then they start talking. And then this entire time of day in this Chinese restaurant, nothing, no conversations is had. Like Mike Morris just says, get on the ground for 15 fucking minutes. It feels like, and no story is developed whatsoever. (laughs) 
But, at all. But let's add to that. What was the whole reason for him to even go? To get information. What did he do at the bar? Nothing. Give nothing. Beat some police officer up, beat one without punching him in the face. He goes outside, gets back on his motorcycle. He ain't talked to nobody. He ain't talked to nobody the whole time. He get back on his motorcycle, look at the police car and say, I'm gonna call Mike Morris. They that just you came to the you came to the bar <laughs> to progress a story where you could have just said, I'm gonna call Mike Morris. You could have just skipped that whole two and a half minutes. <laughs> because it didn't look it wasn't it wouldn't have been enough action in the episode if it would have did it that way. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what it, it, none of this, none of this shit makes sense, okay? But him him considering to call Mike Morris is a good idea because Mike maybe Mike Morris has information that he doesn't, or right. Mike Morris have access to databases that he doesn't. So it's smart for him to call Mike Morris. It's smart for him to meet up with Mike Morris. But when he do call Mike Morris and he do meet up with Mike Morris, they get into the Chinese restaurant and don't have a fucking conversation about shit. If Mike Morris was smart, he would ask him, hey. What is going on here? If you tell me who you are, I can give you any information I have and we can help each other. Instead of having those conversations, the first thing they do is him try to arrest him and then him get into this fight with, with these other ninja. That's it. So so I, I want to ask this as, because I feel like it's a lot of contradictory stuff here, right? 100%. So we're looking at, you know, yes, it was a good idea to call Mike Morris. 100%. Why? Because he's calling Mike Morris to get details he don't know. Just hear me out. This is a, a ninja in a present time, right? A relatively present time. Might be more futuristic time. Um, they have capabilities to change their face electronically. And the person who was able to program to change his face he ain't able to hack computers and tell tell you who's looking at you. They not able to have any kind of other surveillance. To me, that feels more sloppy that he would have to call Mike Morris when he has a whole electronics engineer and, and cyber creator he was just talking to when he was cutting bro up. I would disagree with that. I get I get where you're coming from. But I think his purpose was to obviously remain off the grid. And he met the guy was a doctor. He wasn't necessarily that much of a tech wizard. He's just a doctor. He's a doctor. So he wouldn't be the guy you would talk to, I think, for that in particular. But programming hologram, like holograms, I feel I like is pretty extensive. I think he like got him. I think, I think when they talked about it, it was insinuated that he got him that tech. He didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Cool. So, I can understand that. I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. And that's, I, I get exactly what you're saying because I almost thought about it too. I'm like, but what if he knows somebody like the doctor that has that tech when you were talking? I'm like, maybe he has somebody like that where he could just reach out instead. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm only saying that because to me, I'm like, you know who's chasing you already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what your transgression was. You had the whole flashback for what happened right sure, yeah oh we don't want to follow these new uh ideals that were put into place and they they the shogun said or whoever said yep. if you don't follow these you're gonna, gonna be, be exterminated yep right boom you know who's after you you just don't know who's specifically after you which, so it's like which was again a good reason why you would call mike morris because mike morris right. has been investigating these other cases and maybe he has more information that our guy doesn't so that that part totally makes sense the problem is is when they met up 
Nothing was accomplished. Zero. Zero progression made. It was so fucking stupid. I'm like, okay, you got 12 episodes to tell a story that seemed like you need more time because if you only they're got, doing it, but. if they do exactly, if they're doing it this way, because you only got 12 episodes. So again, if uh, again, if it's just about the hands and if we just watching it for the hands, cool. It looks great. This show is probably in a gut check for Polo and a foreshadowing for this show is probably going to be terrible. But I am willing to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I'm I'm a I'm gonna be the the contrarian and say it's gonna be like a, a, a eight eight point nine out of ten. Oh, I hope we, so. By the time we get to episode nine. Ooh, I, I love hope, that. I, I love that. So. I hope so too. I hope, I love it, I hope that. it takes off. I hope it listen, takes off. And I'm so quick to tell you, listen, I was wrong. Like like oh for example, Doctor Stone. I love Doctor Stone. I was well, I wasn't wrong about Doctor Stone. Season two still fucking stinks. And and like most of season one and season two still stinks. But the rest of the show is still is good. Like it, it, it completely did a hill turn. But I'm gonna just keep it real with y'all, man. I can't. I don't. Sometimes I don't see what y'all see, and the way y'all break it down, I'm like, I get it's a revenge tale about a guy who's re- avenging his daughter. I mean, his daughter, his son, and his wife. Cool. But when you watch it, is it is that like is that really all we're gonna get? Like, it's just, just going to be that. Which, again, if it is, okay, that's fine. And I know the show isn't for me. But, you know, I guess mm. this is why this episode is titled Unpopular Opinion. <laughs> because uh, everybody loves it. And I, on the other hand, do not. Until you were, until you were, I, I feel like you were leaning towards not, but you did want to say. Oh, no, I, I don't think this is going to be good. But I'm saying I want it to be good because I, I only hope so, bro. I, mm-hmm. I, I sincerely don't want to watch something that's going to be bad all the way through. <laughs> so yeah. I hope I hope that it's going to be good. Uh, oh. Also, I wanted to let you know when you brought up the undead unluck topic, I named that part unpopular unopinion. <laughs> <laughs> unpopular unopinion. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, hear me out, bro. I agree with you, but uh, I don't. I don't want it to be bad. So I hope. I hope that it is sincerely. I hope it takes off. I really do. Me too. Me too. Uh, to wrap up this topic, though, tell do you have any unpopular opinions for this season? That you, I mean, I know you're not really on the internet as much, or we, Un- neither of us really are on the internet as much. But what's an unpopular opinion you have of this season so far? Slice of life runs this season. Yes. Talk to him, and that is as funny as that is. That's like you're right. What else is it? Right, like yeah. solo leveling is there, fantastic. But that's it. That's really it. Yeah. Um, I got one. Ragnar Crimson is better than uh, Shangri La Frontier. I w- I would give it that, and I, yeah, yeah. I, w- more, I would. Much more compelling story. Uh, better pacing. I feel like I've been watching Shangri La for. 50 episodes and we've been in the same spot for 49 of it. Like it yeah. drives me crazy. And I would even um Dude, they didn't get you nowhere this episode, bro. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Hear, hear me out. And and Shangri-La Frontier, not to uh 
not to continue that horse. Yeah, not to continue to to jump on top of the the problems with certain anime, but Shangri La Frontier, it's like, like I said, I, I watched some episodes. And I'm just like in awe. Like, man, this could be so good. I feel it in my heart. Like, it's just minor tweaks that could change everything about this. It feels like it feels yeah. like it doesn't even have to be a huge like paradigm shift. It's I can see that. The, even our main character, if they could just tweak tiny things about him and the whole show would just take on a whole nother persona. Yeah. It's like Shangri-La Frontier itself. The, if you just took the core of it, it could be fire. It could yes. be fire. Just the other stuff around the core changed. Like if they gave us a Shangri-La Frontier game and you were the, you were the main character, it'd probably be fire. It'd probably be like, yeah, I love this. But I don't, I don't want, I don't want that main character, and I, I kind of, I don't, I kind of don't even want his friends. It's yeah, I agree. The best, the best <laughs> idea that the show has is the world progression, progression quest, and this is the first time since episode like the like a gone episode. Mm-hmm. This is the first time since that episode that we've gotten any inkling of what that is or could be. But that that is the best part. That is the best MMO ish part of this entire show is the world quest progression and we don't know anything about it and hopefully yeah. it gets better. But again, I don't, it's so fucking annoying getting 12 minutes of an episode. This might as well be considered a short, like each episode is a short because we get 12 minutes per week because of this theater bullshit. So I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, of yeah, they need to go ahead and mix that up out of there too. hundred percent. I don't know why we're even still doing that. Um, um, before we before we move on to, I want to give a quick shout out to all for one Matt because he gave his um, he gave his, he gave us his episodes of the week this week, and I want to share that. What's that? So as soon as I can find it, because I'm a doofus, I think I retweeted it, right? Yeah. So he said, all for one Matt, one of the Patreon producers, he says, my episode of the week this week is a tie between Classroom of the Elite and bottom tier character Tomazaki. Between those two shows, those are probably outside of Seven Time Loop. I think those are the best like sequel seasons. I know this uh, Classroom Elite is the third, but these are the best sequel seasons since like they're great. They're so great that I just wish we got more. What Classroom Elite is doing so well is creating that sense of you don't exactly know. Yes. And then you don't really know. And they, they build up this like so. And it's, it's so funny, right? Because they've always been kind of building up relationships in the background. But now this specific season has seemed like it's all about the relationships specifically. Yes. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> who do you want expelled? Oh, who are you helping? Who, oh, who are you on team? Oh, who do you like? And it's like, yep. it's, it's crazy because the, the beginning, it was kind of a little bit of those things not not like a lot no because everybody had to get to know each other first right and it was more focused on the centralized building of an individual right the individuals are trying to build and not only that sorry not only that but the rules of the school as well that's very important and the rules of school have changed with the semesters and whatnot Mm -hmm. so yes it's like oh we have to take midterms and it's like now it's all team building. It's all team bases. All the whole team has to do these things. And now it's like the whole team has to do well or somebody gets kicked out or everybody got somebody's getting kicked out. And it's like 
they're trying to and it's, i'm just not trying they're going to flip that on its head where it's like um they they built this cohesion and now they have to kind of throw that monkey wrench in to make people just trust each other Absolutely this show spectacular. does a great job they do a great job bro this is spectacular and to go on to bottom tier character what what they're doing in this particular show is very similar to classroom of the elite because what bottom tier does is it builds up again first season builds up relationships or builds up Tomozaki to become somebody who can start building up relationships. Now, second season, these relationships are coming together and it's about everybody around Tomozaki and how he handles their situations. And their situations is leading to something that can, I'm not going to say, well, I can't say this at least, that can spark some possible romance within the, the, within the dynamic of this classroom. And this classroom is so broad and so... Um, so wide open that every it seems like about three four people have different uh, objectives and goals that you are very interested in but you don't know yet because everything is seen from Tomozaki's eyes but he's what he's taking what he's learning from Aoi or, or Aoi and kind of like seeing how she manipulates or seeing how other people move and manipulate stuff and he's learning from it and he's starting to realize what this game of life is. And it's a very, very, very special show. And and just throw one more on there. One more. Yeah, please do. And I feel like you're going to rock with me on this one. Because um, we did say Slice of Life is running this season. Mm-hmm. Um, the danger's in my heart, bro. The top five Slice of Life. I just top need you to know. Five. Yamada is mine. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that was a clean this line. Show, this show has gotten so much better since that first season. In the first season, I'm not saying like the first season was bad or anything. It was like the first three. It, yeah, we just had to get past that awkward hump. But then it's like this season has been so progressive in the sense of like, yo. Yep. Yo. Yep. I this love ain't like, this. Ain't the little, little specifically child. Like it's still like, it's still kids, right? But they out here working like they know what they want and they they trying to figure out what they want i'm like yeah danger the danger's in my heart i appreciate you putting me on this one polo it, one of the best character developments I, both bottom tier character and dangers in my heart has both some of the best character development in any slice of life ever so i truly believe that i think i can do a top five slice of life list and probably be and feel good about it Honestly, so maybe we'll do that one day because that that'll be fun. All right, let's take a we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna spoil a couple of shows. One of them being Apothecary Diaries. Okay. What would you say the other one was gonna be? Uh, let's say okay, Apothecary Diaries. Um, I think we should do solo leveling. I agree with that. And um. You want to do seven time loop? Yeah. That or free run. Free run. Just had another great episode. I'm 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 cool with whatever. I I feel like I don't know, bro. I know. Cause I, I kind of feel like we can let free run breathe on this one because it yes. It was a good episode. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Seven time loop then. Seven time loop it is. I'm with that. Because you're right. Because 
that sets us up for probably next week being juicy. Yeah, because I, I like I said, it's not to say like it wasn't a great episode. It was a fantastic I, episode. I, I just feel like we can let it breathe because it does feel like you said next week's going to be because there was some really good stuff that happened in free run with how they set up the world and dungeons and stuff. Yep. Oh then, my God. I was talking about it. All right. And <laughs> then the fact, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we'll be right back after these. episode 241 of my check waifu waifu make sure you follow us on twitter at my check waifu now <laughs> pregnant pause let's get let's get to the spoiler talk of the episode we're going to start off with apothecary diaries because i think this week apothecary diaries episode might have been on top of solo leveling which we will spoil, spoil right after but um, when it when it when it comes to um, I guess in terms of uh, effectiveness story wise, I think Apothecary Diaries had a stronger effect. Um, massive fucking episode because of 
things that we had. And to, to, to put it in perspective, we're talking about episode 19, by the way, for those of you who are unawares. Episode 19 of Apothecary Diaries. It, whew, this, this episode was, was crazy. Yeah, it was a lot. Starting off with, um, shout out to the, that, that guard guy who, who decided to give us um, the information we needed to, uh, for, for her so she could investigate further into what's going on between these coincidences of the warehouse fire and um, all these people getting poisoned at, at this particular time and crazy shit man when that when that brought all of this together I'm like man this fucking story is so good also uh, shout out to that guard guy who almost got himself and all the other guards beheaded cause he's mm. a arsehole he's probably gonna get beheaded <laughs> oh my god bro um this this episode was something else, bro. And mm. what they did so well and what they have continued to do is that what this episode was not like a, a first off thing, right? right? Her whole purpose in being there essentially to begin with was like not not her whole purpose, but you know, they essentially understand that she's good with poisons. She's good at understanding them, how they break down. Uh, she's good at breaking down the situations that these things happen in and she's not like by any means like she's a strategist in every sense of the word even in this episode it shows a lot of that with even her getting hit by the guard stuff, yeah bro. yeah i think strategist might be the wrong word um i think more of a uh investigative fucking sherlock combs type character yeah, but I'm I'm saying strategist in the sense of like she knew she had to get in the room. So which did what she did was she had to emotionally manipulate the situation. Which um, she felt that she felt though. Well, well, she got dude mad enough to hit her, which got him calm enough to where she could say something to him to break through to his mental capacity and get to where she was trying to get to. Which but, didn't work. Right, right. It's crazy because like you're right though. It, it didn't. But the the beauty of this show is is exactly what you said to begin with was that it had a, a hellified impact. Yes. Um, because we know our MC. We know the MC, and it's funny because yes, we know the MC, but some of the characters in the show don't know the MC. So it's like they don't get to see the fact that we know that she's doing this for for good. She's doing this for the right reasons and. And it makes sense on both sides as to why things are playing out this way. Yep. Um, but to see it play out this way is something else. Now, how, how did the... Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't want to skip over too much. Did, did you have anything else you wanted to go before I started jumping to like other stuff? Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, it, the culmination of everything leading up to this point, like all the prior investigations that she was involved right. in, that then she was able to put together to lead to the fact that it was all for this particular ceremony. Exactly. Everything that happened, including the poisons of those other people, including um, the situation with the uh, fire in the warehouse, all of that was to lead us specifically to this point. Now, this particular point was caused by who, so, who I guess she doesn't want to speak on conjecture, but was caused by somebody who she think is responsible, which is you know, the other court, uh, uh, Curtison, which is the, the chick 
who has the farm. And she did mention something very ominous two episodes ago when they met up. I think it was two episodes ago. It might have been the episode before this one when they met up at the herb garden. And she said, you know, this is all for a particular reason or some shit like that. If I yeah. remember correctly, and that, that was an episode or two ago, so it's yeah, in between. Yeah, so with that, it's like this is fucking massive, man. And I love the way they did it, the way they told this arc and brought it all together into this point. The fact that Jensen is there, Master Jishin or whatever the fuck his name is, the fact that he was there during the ceremony was what makes this even crazier because now there's other implications on top of what has happened on who is why they exactly would want to do something to him in particular so mm-hmm. it's and it would explain why she wasn't all googly eyed for him when everybody else was like this is it's just so many foreshadowing points that lead to this show just being so great when it comes to the storytelling and I just can't help but to gush over it it's fantastic it's perfect now and, to go to and, where you were going and well yeah yeah so and what you said basically because you you gave me the this thought to continue with but um they they also prefaced the idea and continued to build in like little details with her dad her father and then they gave us recently in the last like one or two episodes yes. more about knowing who her father is Actual but trying father. not to necessarily she may have already figured out figured it out but no one said anything to anybody specifically about it yet and it's like bro <laughs> We talk about ley lines all the time. Lay they, them land, down. they land them lines. And it's it's beautiful um, because all of that is so important. And they don't tell you when it's going to be relevant. They don't tell you when it's going to be important. It just happens to come at that moment when all the culmination comes. But then you get to the point where, like I said, she's hurt <laughs> very badly, um, losing consciousness. And how do you feel about this? this the moment when the music hits even like even before that how how's that making you feel well, which in particular when she after she got hit in, in so after she got hit in the face and then you know the the fooling fully collapsing part and being carried out oh by the master jensen yeah yeah uh, walking past everyone everyone's head bowing. bowing yeah which makes me think is he is he the emperor's brother I mean, but he, huh? Go ahead, go ahead. I think he's the. This is just a kind of a slight for gut check, but I think he's the inferred brother who who they switched out for the other baby that died. Because you Jinx, remember, right? Mm-hmm. We, okay, yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, you remember that when he was when they mentioned that her father was kicked out because they let the emperor's brother die or something, some shit like that. Right. I think he's the actual emperor's brother, but he was being secretly held um, within the, the court for a particular reason. And that's what the ceremony was about. So that's why they were bowing and him carrying her out might lead to some big, very big implications on what's about to happen going forward. Um, yeah, because and- uh, this is intense. Go ahead. And then they walk past, uh, what's his name? Rakan, Rakan. As in, like, it's a very obvious demonstration of why they're walking past him, right? And Rakan is the guy with the monocle, right? Yes. But then they they walk past him, him, and he's got this, like, not a grin. He's, like, grimacing. Like, he's upset. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's, like, 
like almost like he wants to hurt somebody for what he's seeing. No, How I do disagree. You don't, you don't think it was that? No, no, but not at all. Because I think it's the fact that he saw that it was Jensen in the ceremony and realized that he's been fucking around with the prince's, the emperor's brother. So mm-hmm. he's like, "Fuck, I actually fucked up here." Type shit. Yeah. Because yeah. he looks, he looks, he looks shocked at the fact that he didn't know that who, who he actually was, and that was my interpretations of that. I could be yeah. wrong. I could be wrong. Well, and and I'm I'm only saying that because we we have the, and I'm not sure, but I feel like they tried to plant that seed that Rakan is is her dad. Yeah, you know, no, hundred. That's that's yeah, right. That's proven that's because obvious, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. So I figure, you know, that's why he's so interested in her. Obviously, um, which he knows that the thing is, is he he still didn't have that smirk until he saw Jensen Jensen come out with her in his arms. Yeah. Because I think he, I don't think he was necessarily shocked at the fact that it, she was hurt, right? I right, think it's not just, specific to that. Yeah, I think it was just the fact that she came, she came out by his arms, knowing mm-hmm. that what that ceremony was probably about, that he's like, oh shit, I've been fucking trying to play games with this guy. He's fucking leagues above who I actually am. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. He was. He's not just a eunuch. Exactly. Exactly. You know. He's him. So that's that's why I believe it was a, a much different reaction from that. But it's crazy to think that he was the reason why she got in there and she fucking hated his guts. I did take a screenshot of when last episode when she made that face to Jensen about the guy wanting to meet her and she made this fucking face that was demonic. He's like, I never want to see that face again. Mm. I took a screenshot of that face and it was fucking intimidating well because it was a quick flash like it was like a subliminal flash and it was scary it was fucking scary it was so dope the way they the way they did it too man screensaver no i can't because you can't i just took a picture of my phone with it yeah so i just took a picture of my phone with it so it looks stupid but i really do need to find out and set it as my screensaver that shit was fire Apothecary Diaries is crazy. This is one of the best shows. Again, man, if it, it, it didn't come out the same time Freerun did, possible anime of the year. We're still since waiting for... Since 86, bro. Since 86. 100%. 100%. And since I'm waiting for like Freerun to be done before we give our official stamp of anime of the year, I this could have been it, man. Easily. Easily. I mean, it's so it, good. I ain't, I ain't even gonna discount it. It still could be. And nah. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying free rent. It's hear me out. Hear me out. For for us, I think free rent is definitely more our speed. It's more our speed, a hundred percent, because it has all of it. It has like so much in it. Whereas this still has so much in it. You know what I mean? It still has so much in it. I just feel like free rent being the fantasy genre. Yes. In that, that yes. setting makes it hard. It's like we like, damn, bro, it's too good. Yeah. That's um, true. But I think that let's say, for instance, if we took fantasy out of one of our favorite genres, it, it would feel very close, like neck and neck, because they, they have two very different purposes in yes. the way the shows are delivered. So that's why like Apothecary Diaries, like it's so hard to not say it's animated year because it is it's a quality for, for the genre it is. It's I don't think I could find one genre that's specifically about like this detective kind of work or or um, this investigative kind of side of it that mm-hmm. is this 
it's hard to find something like this. I absolutely agree with that. There's a reason why it has 87 on any list, even though I feel like any list just be fucking wrong. Like, <laughs> just they just be wrong. And I, I guess they'd be wrong about different things. I guess the people who, like, 79% for Ninja Come Away, I think that's down from 84 when it first, like, episode one. So I think they're starting to understand, like, that episode two was also terrible for them. So maybe it'll start to even out better as it goes on and become more and more terrible, like I predict. I mean, but, the first episode wasn't a B, though, still, if we're being real. Uh, if you're going off of what you saw, yeah, it could be a B. The action-wise, like, I mean, animation-wise, like, it looks beautiful. Okay. Yeah, because we're giving the sound design a 10. We're giving the anime action yeah, a 10. Yeah, sure. The characters are getting... A six, six, seven, probably. Six, yeah. It's like pacing. We don't know anything yet, so it's like a seven. We're going to give it an average. And then let's say, what, plot? There's nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> nothing. There. I mean, his wife, his family died. It's a revenge tale. We we know that, but I mean, the revenge told has been is is cheaper by a dozen. So if we being generous, that's a five or a six. Right. If we so, being generous, so that's like a that's like a, a C. You're right. You probably you're right. <laughs> uh, moving on to something who who doesn't seem to have a problem with plot. And that's solo leveling. Man, shout out to like I said to go go D Dre aka uh, Dre to go. Who said that it feels like they was missing something I can see that because it it, it, it was a it, it took a, a couple of steps forward in particular this episode but I still feel like it worked um because I, I think the conversation with uh Jen who I think his name is mm-hmm. the conversation with him was a lot shorter quicker um which I'm okay with, right? Like that that part of solo leveling is is still coming later, obviously, because we know what's coming later. But I think him uh, him doing a double training and getting that key is and going right into it was was special. Yeah. But to to get to the meat and potatoes of it, the fight was fucking incredible. It was incredible. Um, I way love- more intense than I remember reading. It, it was obviously, but the, for me, like the the best part is the accomplishment afterward mm. because we know that he got the elixir uh, formula that he gets to to treat his mom, and uh, the thing is, is that pretty soon after this, the fights for him are gonna they're gonna be hard in a sense of like they're gonna be very flashy and dramatic. But it's almost about to get easy from, from yeah, here. No, because we, we know a fight is coming up next. And this is that's why I say that's why I was going to say when we first started talking about it was I think this episode is the turning point. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we talk about this every season. Every show has a turning point within this anime where it just the the, the switches get flipped and, and everything becomes either smoother or easier or more. Like, it just connects better. And this is essentially the turning point of of solo leveling because after yeah. this, is 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 training art is is the training arc is pretty much concluded, and it's just advancement from here with some of the greatest fucking shit you will ever see. I think personally, so That's I'm looking great. forward to it. But but the fight itself, though, tell what do you think about him just getting fucking molly whopped? I such a beautiful way. To me, it's uh, I love him getting beat on. I love him getting beat up. Oh, 
because we know that we know it's not going to last long. Yeah. But we, but it's more about like that character development, and it's more about the the thought process behind it, right? Mm-hmm. When he fought the uh, the spider, it was the thought process there. It was, hey, I fought something tougher than this. I know I did, but I have to, I have to push myself. And he pushed himself, and he's fighting, and he's fighting, and it's not necessarily that he fought some toughness, but he's like, this is a challenge, and I know I've been in tough situations already. I don't have a choice. I came back out of it, and it's like, I love that. Um, when, when I was reading it, it felt like the, 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 the system wasn't giving him a choice. It was like pushed for, you got to do this. And it feels that way here where it's like, he's in a situation. He has a stone where he, he's, he's like, I can get away from this. And it's like, nah, bro, ain't no teleporting out of this fight. It's going to be an L or W you pick one, ain't no draws. And it's like, um, unintentionally too. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it, the way it comes or it turns out in the end is like Jin Wu is gonna be that dude by the time it's over, and I feel like you didn't have to read that to know it. Yeah, it's 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 again, man, more character growth than than we deserve. Beautifully well done character growth, like, and again, it's all done via mostly inner monologue, which again, the sound quality for the inner monologues are beautiful, like the way it just the way it echoes in the back of your brain, if you have some good headphones or, or whatever, or good speakers, the way it echoes in the back of your brain, like it is your internal monologue is so special. But I digress. I think watching him struggle through the beginning is more impressive. Now, what I do wish though, is I do wish this came a little bit sooner because we only got a few episodes left, right? Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's another season coming, but you have to let me put this in perspective for everybody else. You have to understand solo leveling is being recorded or animated twice. Recorded and animated twice. Let me yeah. explain. OK, they got a version of, of the global version, which has it being based in Seoul and it being um, with the Korean names and et cetera. They also have to reanimate it, reanimate some things and then redub it again in Japanese because of the history between Korea and and Japan. They don't really get along that well. So for the Japanese version, they literally have Japanese names and it takes place in Tokyo and it's using yen instead of the uh, Korean dollar. Like it's it's they have to redo a lot of structure. So they're basically doing 24 episodes and hence why we getting 12 for this first season. So I just wanted to make that clear. That's that's part of the reason why it's happening like this and why it took so long essentially to get done and come out. But with that being said, I am still in awe about how good it's, it's moving, like the pacing of it in general, because it, with that being said, like it could have, it could have took a turn for the worse, but it's still going in the pace where it's still giving us every bit, bit of information, even the stuff that they're leaving out isn't as vital or doesn't hurt as bad to the overarching story and the way they're following the manhwa, it feels, it still feels good. Yeah. And and I agree because I do feel like something was slightly off, but it still hit, like you said, it hit every checkpoint it needed. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what matters the most. The checkpoints are what push the story forward. So it definitely hit all the checkpoints in my opinion. Um, It got some action in there. It got the story going. Um, Solo leveling don't miss, man. Don't it hasn't? I'm uh, what I'm looking forward to though is that next episode because that next episode is either going to be um the older brother 
or it's going to be a rise for the first time. That's all I'm going to say there. That's what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a rise. Yeah. Because it is, it is a rise before the older brother, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. 100%. So that's what it probably was going to be, which is going to be fucking dope. Because, <laughs> I mean, that fight itself is going to be dope. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I got a feeling I don't know exactly how it's going to end with the cliffhanger, too. It's going to end with the the words arise and then I think that's how it's going to end because the whole episode got to be the fight, right? You know, like, you know we got to see his boy, though. And in, in the red armor. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, the fight. That's, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so. Yeah, that's the arise fight. So it's going to be nuts, man. I'm looking forward to. I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Moving on. Last but certainly not least. Not even close to least. No, no. Seven time loop, man. Where the fuck did this show come from? Uh, left field, right field, and then center field. See, yeah. And I'm never using analyst scores again. This is a, I'm marking it today. Christian in the Archivist, if you're listening to this point, mark this day. This is the last time that I'm ever going to reference the average score on analyst because this shit has a 76. How? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. It's pissing me off. But mark this day. I'm never going off the scores again. This is one of the greatest shows this season. Easily. Easily. And I don't even know where to start with this one, man. Um the so Alright. First and foremost, right? Mm-hmm. These characters they're endearing. That's what it is. What a great word to use. The, yes. the characters are indeed endearing. Um they start off with the idea of like caring about those who are around them in this episode in general. Um the the maids, the the constituents, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but uh Rish, Rishé and Arnold they have uh that spar they spar that's okay that's a great place to start that sparring session was fucking crazy because for one <laughs> she looked like she was killing it <laughs> mm-hmm. when you look at from from Rishé's perspective it looked like she was killing it but when you then look at his perspective, he was like, damn, wow, I wasn't even thinking of taking a step. When he mentioned that he only took one step at the at the end of their, their sparring session, it's like, yeah, this guy is Timothy for sure. Yeah, he crazy. <laughs> and, and she complimented him too, talking about how, how beautiful, um, how he's beautiful. He's a beautiful fighter, but he's also the most powerful, right? Right. Um, and still willing to take him on and attempt to to do whatever she can. Um, but what what she had to <laughs> she she had to make a wager. Mm-hmm. And, and that was that's always good, right? Wager is I'll what was it? I'll make one. I'll have do one of your wishes. Or yeah, yeah, or you do one of mine, basically. Right. She loses, obviously, right? Because he he didn't he all step. Um, now, what 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 proceeds after that though? 
fairly cute. Adorable. Um, so I, I got to say, what did you actually think about? Because um, what happens after that is basically the, the whole bed thing, right? Right. The, the, their, their conversation was very interesting to me because it seemed like they're like talking around a lot of shit. Well, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're just like I don't know how to explain it, man. I think they're just like she's trying to learn about him, mm-hmm. but he's like he's completely he knows what she's trying to do, and essentially is shutting that shit down almost instantly. So. Can I, can I say something? And I, I know I, I, I might be entirely wrong. Um, and I don't mind being wrong as y'all. Um, I don't mind at all. Because he, he puts on as a character or he's written as a character that seems to know more than he could possibly know. Mm. Seems to be in tuned and attentive to things that are more than he could possibly know. Like we, know that, we know that she has been this is her seventh time loop. We know that she's done that. Why oh, does it almost feel like he's he aware? Knows too. Yeah. He, and I'm he, not saying that he does, but it's just the fact that he feels like he's aware. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Okay, so what, what, what I think you're saying is that, and well, I, know, I know what you're saying, but what I think is what's happening is that because of how observant she is, he's like, it's almost like you've done this before. Right. That and I, that's exactly he's aware of that. Yes. It's not that he's necessarily been through the time loops, mm-hmm. but it feels like he's he's aware that of her uh experience. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I don't think he's been through the time loops to know specifically, but he's aware of her experience. And it was something that he sensed in the beginning. And I feel like they keep building on that perceptive perception of his. That's why he and said I'm almost jealous. And that's what makes him so cool is because he is so empathetic, but comes off as cold. Mm-hmm. He's aware of how people feel. And sometimes he's unaware, but he's aware of how people feel, even though he comes off as a cold, uncaring person. He's always been in that motion of taking care of others, um, which is really dope as a character uh, development piece for him specifically. And for a reason, I think we're going to get the answer to soon. I think soon, it's yeah. finally about to start to come to a head on what exactly is going on within this this kingdom, which has him moving the way he does, and which later becomes what essentially is five years uh, in the future with him fighting all these wars. When they go out on this date that he's taking her on to, what it what appears to be a date with him, you know, asking for her to have free time during this particular time. So I yeah, dude, you're, you, we're, I think you're onto something. You think it's this next episode where it's gonna be like revelation, revelation? Yeah, a hundred percent. The the turning point. I think that's the turning point episode for this particular uh, show. Um, for sure, I can see that. Yeah, and the fact that she's training with the knights now under the guise of some dude is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, like who doesn't know that she's like not in her room right now? You know what I'm saying? And she already better than them. <laughs> I was, I was thinking that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what what that's going to be a lot too. Why is yeah. she doing that? That's interesting. 
I guess she's just curious. Yeah, I mean, but she has been since she started, and all of her curiosity has gotten her motivation in places that are different. More experience, you know, she, yeah. She did it with the maids and everything like that. So, yeah, because I, I thought that guys was for her to run the store, the the nail polish shop, but she did say she was going to use the the um the people from the slums to to get the jobs there. So I right. I, I kind of want that to continue. So my initial gut check is that this next episode is that she's going to she's going to actually learn about what he's what his intentions are mm-hmm. and I think that was implied with what uh, old boy came and told him like the uh, his his helper I guess came and told him in the room so I think it's all going to come together into something bigger and we're going to figure out why he ended up being what ended up being what he is in the future five years from now <laughs> if that makes sense yeah so i'm looking forward to that but um all in I all man thwarted that i was it, hoping the brothers situation thwarted that future but we don't specifically know until we get there yeah so i don't i still don't think it's necessarily the it w- okay maybe i mentioned this maybe i'm wrong but i don't think it was the brothers in the first place i think it yeah. was his dad Still. You did say that. I was just saying I was hoping that the brother situation towards that, but yeah, yeah. it does feel like it's not completely done. Like there's still more to untie with that. Right. And I think he's gonna tell her in the next episode. You got a gut check yeah. for it or you're about you that's, that's where you at. That's it. That's it. That's where I'm at. There's still more to untie. Yeah. Um more, more to unravel with specifically that situation so that, you know, it doesn't continue to, to unfold the way that it had for her every five years, getting stabbed up in the belly. A hundred percent. Tell, I'm exactly. at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads. And as always, Mike 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 Check. Boom, boom. Mic check, waifu, waifu.